Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in 2 Chronicles chapter 16. Tim was in this text yesterday, except he landed on verse 9. We're going to land on verses 11 through 14. And uh, this is a similar postscript that you hear at the end of a king's life in 2 Samuel or the Kings or the Chronicles. We've heard something similar to this over and over and over, but there's this little nugget in here that uh, maybe we can apply and kind of jumps out and sticks out as, as strange or different than what we've read with other kings. Before we get to the text, just a reminder that Asa is the king of Judah here. He had a really good start. He was faithful. He, inter- he, he introduced some reforms, but at the end, he made a deal with an enemy nation to take out the the nation of Israel. It's the kingdom's divided now. So this is Judah partnering with Syria to take out Israel instead of trusting God. And, and that was not something that the Lord liked. And then there's this little thing here at the end that we'll look at. Verse 11, the acts of Asa from first to last are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. In the 39th year of his reign, Asa was diseased in his feet and his disease became severe. Yet, Even in his disease, he did not seek the Lord, but sought help from physicians. And Asa slept with his fathers, dying in the 41st year of his reign. They buried him in a tomb that he had cut out for himself in the city of David. They laid him on a bier that had been filled with various kinds of spices prepared by the perfumer's art, and they made a great fire in his honor. So what is this diseased feet thing? Asa looks like his feet became diseased. Maybe it's his legs in his 39th year. By the 41st year, he's dying. So this kind of was with him for two or three years. And it says that even though it was very severe, he didn't seek the Lord, but he sought physicians. And this is kind of in the same trajectory of he didn't seek the Lord when going against Israel. He he sought the help of another king, a Syrian king who is outside of the family of God. Rather than seeking the Lord, he was reprimanded for that. And now he's being reprimanded for seeking outsiders for help with his feet rather than seeking the Lord. So here's the question, guys. Is it wrong to seek the help of physicians? Obviously not. Doctors are God's instrument of healing and comfort, but God alone is the one who ultimately gives us health, right? And so this isn't a criticism that Asa went to seek physicians. I think it's a criticism that he didn't seek the Lord first. And we can apply that to ourselves, obviously, in the area of health. We had a doctor, Dr. Frankhauser, on our podcast, The Daily Dose Conversations, another podcast you can listen to that's associated with our ministry. And we talked to him briefly back in March during coronavirus about about some of these things and just how sometimes people look at physicians and doctors as God, and they're not. Uh, and as believers, as followers of God, uh, we should consult physicians, obviously. I've got a good friend right now who's uh, battling uh, cancer. It's looking good for him. I'm excited for him. I ask you to pray for Nate. But it's not bad that he consults physicians. It's just that as a believer in God, you want to consult the Lord first. And you want to be asking the Lord to provide for your health and your well-being. 
This doesn't just apply to health, of course. This applies to your career or vocation. Is it bad to have a job? Is it bad to pursue a career or vocation? Of course it's not. But for the Christian, it's not that the career or vocation is going to bring you ultimate meaning or ultimate purpose or even ultimate providence. Your check, your paycheck isn't coming from your job. It's coming from the Lord through the vehicle of your job or your career. Talk to folks who are putting a lot of hope in their retirement plan. Do I have enough saved up so I can retire? Am I going to run out of money before I die? And they're looking at this stock market report or they're looking at their 401k. And of course, that's a vehicle that the Lord uses to provide for some of us, but we should be relying primarily on the Lord to provide. I coach basketball and my daughter plays volleyball. My son plays basketball. And you can talk to kids and say, kids, uh, who, who are we dependent on here? Are we dependent on the point guard to handle the ball well or the three-point shooter or the free-throw shooter to shoot well or the, or the volleyball player to get the ball across the net with a serve? Ultimately, no. I mean, and this is a silly example maybe, but no, we're not dependent on, on these great athletes. We're not dependent on these great things. We're dependent on the Lord. Uh, a vehicle. We've got a son who just started to drive. And one of the great values in the vehicle that he is driving is, is it safe? Is it have a good safety rating? I don't think it's bad to have a car with a good safety rating and even pick a car for that purpose. But ultimately, when my son leaves out of the house, I'm counting on the Lord to protect him way more than I'm counting on Jeep to protect him, right? And so here we are, faced with this same question that we're faced with over and over is where do we truly put our hope? Is it in our education or our degrees? Is it in government? For goodness sakes, friends, today more than ever, we should know that there's nothing stable or reliable that you can count on that's going to come to us from government. Our hope must be in the Lord. Heavenly Father, don't know the details of this story with Asa, and his feet that were diseased. But would you use this story to teach us to, whether it's a health concern or a financial issue or kids playing sports or just general worries of life, Lord, rather than turning to things of this world for our answers, rather than turning thing to things uh, other than you, to provide us with peace and comfort and confidence. Lord, would your spirit stir in our hearts so that we would trust in you alone, that we would turn to you first. And then obviously, if you want to lead us to 401ks or doctors or careers, safe vehicles, we'll accept that. But Lord, we acknowledge that it all comes from you. You are the only stable, reliable factor in our lives. Convince us that's true. Help us to live that way. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. 
And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.